0: Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Money Watch ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath, then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane, back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores, like Urban Outfitters, Sephora, and Nike. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It's Thursday, June 9th, and we're here trying to help you make good or better financial decisions. You know, it's so funny, Mark, I was thinking about this over the week, last weekend, over the long weekend. I was thinking how many people we have spoken to over the last umpteen years, because Mark and I have been doing audio work since what year, Mark? When did we start the radio show?
1: January 2011.
0: I was thinking about just how much fun it is to hear from people, from real people. Like we used to get, I don't know, I maybe I was a little starstruck. I used to get like, oh, I want to interview very important people. And as it turns out, I mean, which is fun, it's great and all, but what's much more interesting to me are the stories that you guys tell me, not someone who's necessarily trying to sell a book. Do you agree with that, Mark? Like sometimes it's just like, wow, these people are way more interesting than almost everyone else that is promoting something. Is that right?
1: Uh, I've been saying that
0: for a while. We used to do interviews for the sake of doing interviews. Maybe some of our sponsors wanted
1: interviews, so we had to do them. But uh, now we really get to pick and choose when we do them. Uh, I'd much rather talk to the listeners.
0: Yeah, and I really only want to interview people that I'm interested in. I didn't have that luxury early on and we didn't. And uh, so it's just so thank you so much. Thank you guys for making this a lot more fun for us. You know, we're kind of voyeurs. We we are very interested in hearing your stories and trying to help you out as much as we can. And we are doing that with hopefully a, a, a focused and unbiased set of eyes and ears because we're focused on you. We don't want to sell you anything. We're not doing anything like that. Um, and unbiased because we're both certified financial planners, which means that we, um, we're trained to think of the the person as a whole person and what's right for that person. And so that's our approach here. And if you would like to join us and you have a question about your financial life, just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and a form will appear. And if you want to come on the air, guess what? Just say, I want to come on the air. Today we are joined by Andrew. He is in Southern California. Hi, Andrew. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Great. What's going on? What can we do for you?
1: Over the past couple of years, my husband and I have been able to, we're just in a different situation or different setup than we were previously. Um, We're kind of in our early 40s. And early on in our careers, we were both, we didn't know each other at the time, but we were both in our first jobs out of college, not making a lot of money and things have changed a bit. Our financial situation is a little different um, than it was even like four or five years ago. I think overall, just looking, getting a second look, second opinion on what we're doing, making sure that we're kind of on track for whatever our goals are, but also I need to shift my mentality because I think previously I was in such a scarcity mentality. And now that we have a little bit of, you know, flexibility financially, I'm trying to figure out how to enjoy it or, you know, not kind of always be such a cheapskate.
0: Andrew, you are talking to uh, the right person. Oh, just think sorry. of me as your lesbian auntie, and I will help <laughs> you enjoy all the money that you are making.
1: But I'm your gay nephew,
0: so that's that's. Great. I have a couple of those. I have one, two, three of those, so that's good. You'll awesome. I'll just bring, bring you on. Okay, first of all, so how much money do you guys make?
1: So I'm in sales, so 50% of my potential income is based on commission, um, and my husband is salaried if i hit my target earnings our, our combined incomes are probably around 250
0: does that happen most of the time i mean in sales you you i know that the commission world is different but do you feel mm-hmm. comfortable like oh we do our planning based on 250 or do you do you, do, you do your planning on a smaller number
1: i do it on a smaller number i'm rec- i just recently started a new job early this year so i haven't quite ramped enough to figure out like what the you know, consistent income will be on the commission side. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I'm p- kind of budgeting for 170 plus a little bit, you know. Um, I How about guess. if we
0: say one, can I say 175 between the two of you? Because I like round yeah. numbers. Thank you yep. very much. I'm oh, mm-hmm. very simple gal. Uh, do you guys use retirement plans through work?
1: So I just signed up for mine. Like I said, I was, I'm new to the company and I, we were um, changing plans. And so I just signed up for mine. So this next paycheck, I'll have that. So yes for that. And then my husband is eligible for a pension. So his,
0: I love your husband even more than you do right now.
1: uh, Me too. So so his withdrawal, like, you know, what what comes out of his paycheck is goes directly to the pension. I've always asked him to, uh, to sign up for a 401k that he is eligible for, but right now he doesn't do that.
0: How much are you putting into your retirement account?
1: So I just signed up, I think it's 10%. And I just kind of want to see where that lands. And I signed up for the Roth option um, that okay. we have available.
0: Your husband, Pension, can you tell me some details about it? Like, do you know anything about it? Or is he <laughs> is he uh, you know, a locked box,
1: if you will? He's a bit of a locked box. I've tried researching. So he works for the university system here in California. And so mm. a lot of that stuff is like public facing. So I've tried to do my own research you need a math degree basically to try to figure it out. So I don't know. I mean, we could maybe try to project a little bit, but all we know is that there'll be something at some point. Okay. Wait a second.
0: Let me try to do it a little bit. What's his base salary?
1: Uh, We'll just say 85. It's a little bit less, but
0: 85. All right. So 85. And he's going to stick around in this job, you think?
1: That is the plan at this point. I think at some point he might entertain the idea of looking outside of the um, college system, but that's yeah, not until we get
0: to maximum point of that pension. He is okay. Um, now in buzzkill Jill. All right. So how many years has he been there?
1: This will be his ninth year. So he'll, yeah, this will be his ninth year in, in All October. Right. All
0: right. So hopefully we get to 20 because that's usually when things start to get yeah. good in those. Th- okay. How's your cash flow? How are you guys doing right now?
1: So right now we're probably running a little bit of a deficit and that's just Kind of because we, you know, the commission haven't really kicked in yet with my new job, but it's not much. It's it's probably between five hundred and a thousand dollars a month that we're running at a deficit. I guess that is a lot. It sounds like a lot when I say it out loud. Um, <laughs> I
0: just scared yourself. Okay, hold on yeah. a second. How much money is in your old four hundred one k?
1: So a total of about ninety two thousand total. And did you roll it over somewhere? I have one uh, one 401k that I haven't rolled over from my job that I left earlier this year. Um, mm-hmm. and that's about 30k. And then the, the other two, I rolled over to a financial planner that we started working with last year and he, and then they managed that. And that's about a 55k.
0: What did they put you in?
1: So I think they just kept it as what I already had, had it invested in.
0: Okay, good. So it's,
1: it's just basic, you know, like growth stock, you know, growth in um, mutual funds.
0: Okay. And that's the only money that person has, this advisor, this IRA rollover? Or is there other money?
1: There is other money. Um, so, like I said, our financial situation had changed over the past couple of years. I worked for a company previously that, fortunately and unfortunately, really saw a I – w- I was in the right place at the right time during the COVID, I guess I should say. So that's awesome. I, I, yeah.
0: I prefer that to the being at the wrong place at the wrong time.
1: Exactly, yeah. So, it's, it's kind of a weird situation. I mean, it's weird to feel because – it almost feels like survivor's guilt a little bit, right? Like all the world went through such a horrible time in the past two years, mm-hmm. and but financially, it really changed our lives. So this financial planner manages about five hundred and forty thousand dollars of money that we were able to come into over the past couple of years. So that's in a brokerage account, right? That is it. Yep, yeah,
0: exactly. And is it yeah. joint or in your name only? A uh, joint. How is that invested? Is it mostly index funds? Is it other stuff you got?
1: Yeah. So it's mostly index funds, a little bit of bonds, and then some, he has this in a, like a real estate. I don't think it's a REIT, but it's like a real estate, um, some kind of investment.
0: Some sort of pooled investment, we'll call it. exactly. Okay. All right. Great. Where do you live? Do you have a house? Do you rent? What's going on?
1: So again, because of our situation, we were able to buy a house in a very competitive market in just about a year and a half ago. Super, it was like one of those things where it was just like, I never thought it would happen. And then all of a sudden, like literally overnight, it, it, it was, we mm-hmm. did. We, so we took advantage of that. We paid about $8.85 for our house, um, put 20% down, and it's currently probably worth around $1.3 to $1.4.
0: Holy moly. Mark, how do you like that one? So you put whatever one hundred eighty thousand down or so. My question to you is, what was the rate on the mortgage? Two
1: point eight
0: seven five. You cannot cannot ever move. I'm sorry to tell you.
1: I mean, so we had actually had this conversation just last month because there a place down the street from us with the exact same floor plan came up for sale, and we're like, oh, I wonder what it'll sell for. It actually hasn't sold yet. I mean, it. It's pending, but it—it's—we uh, don't know what the final price is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of thought, okay, let's let's sell it. We'll we can we can rent something really nice, take some money off the table. But then we talked to our financial planner. He he suggested that's probably not the best idea. But he did suggest possibly. I mean, he wasn't suggesting. He was just saying you could do a HELOC and take some equity out and just have that HELOC. Why? Um, because we were kind of thinking about buying a rental property.
0: Oh, for so, God's sakes, with these rental properties, I've had enough. No, I want you to spend your money. No, I'm just kidding. Even
1: uh, if it was in like a tropical place where we could invite you and Mark down for a uh, vacation.
0: He doesn't like heat so much.
1: Okay, um, I don't either.
0: This is a beautiful home. There's a beautiful amount of money. We don't need you guys to have more real estate. You know what we need you to have? We need you to have more retirement savings. you little light. Oh, do you have kids, by the way? I forgot
1: that.
0: Just roll it into your IRA roll. How much are you paying your advisor, by the way?
1: Pretty low. I I think it's pretty low. So we were actually, so this financial advisor, this is the person that my aunt uses. And so Mm -hmm. we were able to kind of like household the accounts. I mean, obviously Mm -hmm. our money is separate, but Mm -hmm. we were able to take advantage of kind of like her, what she pays. So I think it's right around 1% or less. Um, Great.
0: Perfect. So we love your rich aunt. Roll over your old 401k into the IRA rollover. That's number one. Number two is get this cash flow settled. I know you're in a high tax state, but there is no forgetting about your scarcity mindset. Like you've got money in the brokerage account, but you're making even at 175 grand because I know that you've got a mortgage at 2.875. I mean, you guys, your cash flow shouldn't, you shouldn't be running a deficit, I don't think. I mean, I'm wondering, where do you think that money's going? He has to make a mandatory contribution to his pension. You're putting 10% into the Roth where else is this money going? What am I missing here?
1: It's really lifestyle. Um, I mean, we have, you know, two car notes, so we're paying that, but that's, you know, I mean, How much are the car
0: notes? How much are the car notes?
1: So we, I think total it's like $800 a month.
0: Do you know what the interest rates are on the, on the actual loans?
1: One of them is 0%. And the other one, one. yeah, me too. Um, The other one is Five, less than 5%. I mean, it was,
0: yeah. You know what? If it's less than 2%, leave it alone. If it's more than that, I might say to your advisor, like, hey, what are we making in our money market account? Maybe we should just pay off this car note. Mark, would you pay off a 4.5% note right now with money from the brokerage account?
1: Probably, Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would too. Just, I mean, you got a lot of money in there and, you know, it, it just seems to me that that would be a good move for you if if it's only if it's an expensive car note. Otherwise, the car notes will then free you up, right? So how, how much longer do we have to live with those?
1: The one, the 0% I just, we just did in uh, about six months ago. What'd and you then, get?
0: What kind of car?
1: It's a Jeep Cherokee
0: isn't that very expensive with your gas at being $12 a gallon in California? Ridiculous.
1: Yeah. But I don't drive much. So that's, I was going to say,
0: how's your biking doing, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: My biking actually has a flat tire, so Uh-oh. I, I won't go into that. But All yeah, right. I mean, it's uh, I don't drive a lot. I work from home. Okay. You know, really, I'm only driving to pick up groceries and stuff like that. All right. So. so you
0: got, But that's a 0% no. You'll drive this car into the ground, hopefully, and that'll be that. The other one, when is that up?
1: That's about two years old. I think we have probably two years left on that. Maybe maybe three. I think we kind of maybe that would be
0: the one. Maybe that would be the one to pay off if it's again, if it's a little bit more expensive. What else am I missing? I mean, it sounds like you're look, obviously, if you're making two fifty, you guys are rocking and rolling. And I want you to up your four oh one K contribution to fifteen percent. But I can't have you increase that contribution until you got your cash flow set. What's the match?
1: Six percent up to three thousand dollars. So obviously, I think it's just going to be three thousand dollars a okay. year.
0: Okay, yeah, but that's good. So yeah. then, why don't we do? T- why don't you keep your ten percent for right now? All right, then let's see if you ramp up. If you finish the year out and you're like, you know what, I am actually on track for two hundred, then I'd go up a little bit. Um, it's funny because like you're like, oh, you called and you, know, I live in scarcity, and I was like, ah, hey, you're making all this money, but I, you know the money goes fast, right? It goes so real I, fast. I, yeah. I understand that. So I think that's really all you need to do because ideally what I want to happen for you guys is let's say it's a year or two from now. And let's say that the one of the car notes is paid off. Now you're at four, you know, you're maxing out your Roth 401k. Let's just presume that your husband is just going to keep doing the pension and is not going to do a 401k. Just let's pretend that because it's easier to presume that let's just, this is the status quo. If you have extra money, you can just funnel it into the brokerage account. That's fine with me. I'm really okay with that. But I think that it would make most sense to first use that Roth, max it out. That would be great. And if you go from that moment forward and then you're like, oh, I actually have more money and things are like kind of great and, you know, work's been awesome, all that. I mean, you'll be able to save a lot of money. You really will be. Because even if you were making 200,000, you know, you're almost maxing out right now on 175, even at like 12%, I guess. So you won't even be able to go to 15%. Extra money goes into the brokerage account. You're on track to keep making these contributions into the brokerage account and keep moving forward, and you will build this up. I think the big question you guys are going to face, which may not be a today question, is if your husband wants to leave this pension system, we're going to have to really focus on that pension. Because part of the reason I'm not so freaked out about you and your 401k assets is that he's got a pension. But it's not going to be any good to me if his pension comes in. And it's, you know, a thousand dollars a year or something, you know, because he's like, oh, I want to get a new job next year.
1: No, so- I, I agree. I mean, and I think that's we're on the same page. My husband and I are on the same page with that. And that's this, basically the same message that we got from the financial advisor. I think overall, yeah. though, we're I, I just I still look at the numbers and I'm like, oh, my what are we doing? Like, what's the plan? Where are we going from here? You know, we but basically. Isn't your,
0: but isn't your financial advisor doing that for you?
1: He is. Yeah, he is. We actually have a meeting with him next week, but we just haven't. The numbers sit on a page, you know, that I look that I log into and, and look at. Um, and it's kind of just one dimensional. So I think hearing it again is just what I need to hear, I guess.
0: Good. I mean, because, look, I don't think you're in bad shape. I think you're in fine shape. You're in good shape. OK, but I do really think what's important is for you to be hyper focused on as you make this transition to keep a tab on like how the money is getting spent and then after you are maxing out your your Roth then putting the extra money into the brokerage besides that i think you guys are in good shape i just I'm hearing like more anxiety in your voice than I think is probably warranted. Like you're going to be fine. You make a lot of money. Don't get a HELOC. Don't start buying rental property. Stick to the boring stuff. Get this boring stuff done. And 10 years from now, your husband says, you know what? I want to be a rental property maven. I I mean, you're in the middle of a hot real estate market. Okay. I would not necessarily think this is the greatest time to buy rental property. I really wouldn't. Even if I'm not a market timer myself and you've got other things to do. We really want to make sure that you focus on the things that are, you know, like the the brick and mortar building blocks of your financial success. Do you guys have your estate planning documents?
1: We do. We have a will and we have life insurance. Um, I, we have, you know, term life insurance outside of work and then a little bit of with work as well. So.
0: Okay, great. That's perfect. What else am I missing?
1: I think that's it. I mean, honestly, I kind of wrote everything down and we touched on everything, but um, one thing I do, I, I guess the question is, is I have some stocks left over from my previous company that over the next four months, they'll hit that like short term capital gains gate, I guess. And yep. my plan was to cash that out once a month for the next four, three or four months. Um, so that's going to free up a little bit of cash. And okay. um, it sounds like we have a, a tax credit coming next year. Some our accountant said like you know yeah you could cash out up to 30,000 and you basically won't owe taxes on it I guess it's kind of Oh what I, I love that this. that's great. Yeah. yeah
0: so that's that's great. I mean one of the things that I think is important when you work at these big companies even if they're amazing even if you've done really well is of course to make sure that you've got your game plan where you're selling it and you're doing it. You know you're just like okay I'm selling the stock I'm being disciplined and you then whatever's left throw it in that brokerage account move on keep going okay and yeah, I like long-term better than short-term, of course.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we, during the pandemic, when the stock price really hit an all-time high, like, I kind of was at a point where I was like, I just needed to, I mean, it was just crazy how high it went. Um, yep. And I sold was it and t- it. took the hit. I mean, we took a haircut on taxes. Uh, but
0: you got out and you got uh, out. I got car. out,
1: exactly. And now, beautiful the, point, now thing. the stock price is like, you know, a quarter of it, what it was at the time. So um, good
0: sale, my man. Good yeah. sale. All right. Well, listen, you're in great shape. Keep in touch with us. Let us know how it goes, okay?
1: Will do. Thank you, guys.
0: All right. If you have a question about your game plan, about your retirement, your shifting jobs, things are moving around, if you're like Andrew from Southern California, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and we would be delighted to have you join us. It's so much fun. You can follow us wherever you find your favorite podcast. Also, check out our sister broadcast. It's called Jill on Money. Don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter. You can get that right on the front door of our website. Mark Telercio is the co-host and executive producer of the program. We are distributed by Viacom CBS. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. We really like to encourage you to do something nice for someone else today. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits: business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip.